Welcome to Exploring Cleveland. I'm Heidi. And I'm Tony. And we are two friends living in Northeast Ohio. Doing a podcast telling the world about Cleveland. Join us as we retell our adventures exploring this great city. We hope that these adventures help to inspire you to make your own Cleveland memories. On this latest adventure, we went to Hilarities. Pickwick and Frolic, yes. We participated in both locations because they are two separate kind of locations within the same building. I'm going to start off our adventure of how it started for the evening. The night before we went, the Browns were in town. They had a Thursday night game. The Browns were at home. Yes. And they won. Yay! So anyways, while the Browns were in town... They did a whole Cleveland promotional package. One with Joe Thomas, where he kind of drives around the city in a GMC truck. And he's talking about different areas of the city. He's talking about his time of when he played for the Browns. He's talking about how loyal the Cleveland Brown fans are. And then they cut to commercial break. They show a little bit of the stadium. And then they show Miles Garrett. And they show Miles Garrett at Playhouse Square. And he's actually on top of the building with the light-up signage that says Playhouse Square, which we actually have pictures under with Rachel and Brandon and you and I. And he's on the rooftop of that building, which made me jealous. I love rooftop anything. Like, if there's, like, an idea of being on a rooftop, I don't know why I have the romantic fantasy of that. But So being on the rooftop, and he's got a mural that he, I don't know if he donated to the city or how it became a piece, but... All I saw was the mural of him and his grandmother. He's like a little boy. His grandmother's in the picture. And then he's standing on top of the rooftop. And they're promoting this under Playhouse Square. And I'm like, oh, we just dropped our Playhouse Square episode. This is really exciting. So I say to Tony, I pick her up. We're going to head down to Hilarities or Pickwick and Frolic. And I say, well, I want to make a quick detour. Now, the original plan was... We were going to go to dinner at Barrio. Well, and this is a Friday night, so we both had to work. I don't leave work until 5 o'clock. The show starts at 7. Yes. Go ahead. Tell more. So I assumed that we would have enough time to drive down. Because it doesn't take long. It takes like 20 minutes to drive into the city. My plan was to park at the East 4th Street parking, the valet parking, which we ended up doing regardless. Yes. And to walk to Barrio, eat quickly at Barrio, at the bar, even if it was just like an appetizer. And I really wanted us to have the spicy margaritas because Barrio does have the jalapeno margaritas. Both of us really enjoy jalapeno margaritas. Yes. We actually have the same palate for those. Yes. So I thought we would go to Barrio, even if we just got like chips and guac, a margarita, we could walk around the corner to the pickwick and frolic and our night would be set well so i make a right to go down euclid instead of a left to go towards east 4th street and i'm like oh there's the mural so we got to see the mural which was it was cool. beautiful we didn't yeah. take a picture of it because there was traffic but we saw the mural and i thought we were just gonna swing back around and come up prospect and just go down the street that we needed to go it would have been so simple it would have been, but 
there was construction, there was traffic. I think there was a Cavs game that night that I was not aware. So that's a tip that we should give you as well as ourselves. Let's look and see what other adventures are happening in Cleveland. Absolutely. That could possibly ruin our agenda. Not ruin. It was just... Well, throw a kink in our agenda. Correct. So we then spend so much time driving around. We end up driving through the whole city. I end up driving through the square. I'm driving through everything. So Tony decides, I'm going to pull out TikTok and let's show road rage Heidi in traffic. (laughs) It was was not, I wouldn't call that road rage Heidi. She was quite calm. Yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't road rage because I was trying to convince you not necessarily myself. I felt like I was trying to convince you because I fully believed we were still getting to Barrio. We were still going to have the evening that we had planned. And then as we're continuing to drive and the streets are continually to be closed because also this week is the Rock Hall induction ceremony. Yes. So they were setting up for that, which I was not aware of that that was going to be the case. Yeah, I wasn't aware that's what was going on either. So they're setting up for that. We definitely knew that something was going on. We did. There were tents. There were road closures. So we're driving around. We're driving around. Finally, we make it past Wahlburgers. Throwback to our pilot episode or Playoff Square episode. I don't know which episode it is. Maybe it's the Masthead episode. Who knows what episode it is? I think it was Wahlburgers. I mean... Masthead. No, it was our pilot episode where we talked about Wahlburgers. No, I think it's Masthead. We can check that, but I'm pretty sure it was the pilot because... Do you want to make a bet? I I just We talked about how... You had government cheese growing up. And we did, in the Masthead episode, we did a whole segment of just talking, just to talk. Oh, maybe. And I say to you... Because you said, I, I couldn't afford radio. We had government cheese. And I say to you. You know, you know what's on the menu at Wahlburgers. Government yes. cheese. Yes. So we end up driving through yes. past the Jack Casino, past Wahlburgers, scooch in, make a left onto West 4th, park at the Valley Parking. Then Tony says, I think we should go to our seats. I say, oh, it's too early. We can still go to Barrio. <laughs> It's literally 20 after 6 at this point. The show starts at 7, mind you. I thought we would have had plenty of time. I wanted that margarita. I understand you wanted that margarita. So I get in, I say, fine, let's take some pictures on East 4th, which is one of my most favorite places in the city, East 4th. I will tell you, the last time that I was on East 4th, Mm -hmm. it looked nothing like that. It's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. It's cut off, so it's just all walking. Yeah, when I went there, I believe you could drive. Well, we tried to drive in, and there were people walking towards us, and you're like, oh my God, we can't drive down this street. <laughs> I'm like, yes, we can. We're getting to the valley because we're getting to those margaritas. Yeah, but it's been a long time since I've been over there. Well, I've been going down there a long time. I love East Fourth. I love the lights and the ambiance. Anytime you have lights, it gets me. Yes. I, I get into that ambiance. The restaurants, there's outdoor seating patio. There's that Cleveland shop that's at the end of the corner. 
There's the bowling alley at the end of the corner, which we should put on our list, the corner alley. I love East Forth. I think it's just such a fun happening place. In my opinion, and this is probably not a good opinion to have, but in my opinion, I think they should make that whole section open container. Oh, well. Especially in the summer. I think in Cleveland, open container should be Memorial Day to Labor Day. It doesn't need to be anything beyond that. You can't drive down that street. There's all those open patios. There's all those people walking. I think it would bring business into those restaurants that are there, into those bars that are there. I just think that it would be kind of a fun And, and I'm sure they could do that if they had a way to block it off. And they could. I mean, there is a way to block that off. Anyways, we get to our destination. We get out of the car. Tony's like, let's go have a seat. Let's go have a seat. I'm like, let's go have a margarita. Let's go have a margarita. We end up just taking some pictures under the lights. And then I give in, which I have to admit was the right decision. Yes, we we have a TikTok about that. Yes, where I 100% say to Tony, you were right. We should not have done the Playhouse Square mural of Miles Garrett. Right. Well, we could have done it a different night. Correct. And you were right. We should have gotten our seats when we got our seats because we got good seats. And we were waiting for our friend to join us. And so it was good that we got a table where we could sit and wait for her to join us and still see the comic. We got some food ahead of time. So you ended up being 100% right. In I that. appreciate the, the public acknowledgement. I told you I was not going to publicly acknowledge this, and you pulled out the TikTok. And you just publicly acknowledged it on our podcast. So Yeah, well, I put it as the bullet number one. That's what I wanted to talk about. Mm. I appreciate it very much. Yes. I don't like to admit what I'm wrong. I don't either, but I'll do it. (laughs) I'll do it because you were right. And I want to tell the people, if you're going to Hilarities, they do seat you 45 minutes ahead of time, I think, is what I read on the website. So you do want to get in there because here's the other thing that I will tell you. We got to do a really cool thing after the show. Yes. We got to hang out with the comedian. Well, so let's start with, there was a little meet and greet afterward. He did stand outside the doors. Yeah. And did a little meet and greet and would, you know, take pictures pictures with you and chat with you for a moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, But then he came up to the bar after and was having drinks at the bar and we invited him to come and sit with us and he did he did and i don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves but the one thing he said at the bar after the show which i thought was super cool he said this was one of his top five venues to perform at he always makes sure he comes to cleveland once a year yes the reason why it's not the top venue for him to perform at is because he doesn't like that they serve food. Right. And the reason why he doesn't like them to serve food during his act is because he doesn't want you to miss any of his jokes or any of his bits. He will actually practice his routine and eliminate syllables. This is what he told us. He actually eliminates syllables so that he can capture the attention of the audience and make sure his whole joke is appreciated and heard. Pickwick and Frolic 
they actually serve, or Hilarities actually serves Pickwick and Frolic's dinner menu. Yes. So you can get a steak dinner, a pork chop dinner. And so he was saying the night before there were people in the front row against the stage and they were literally cutting with a knife and fork their pork chop. They're missing his whole ass. And he was saying he's not one to heckle. He doesn't like to do that. He says if you're coming out to watch him perform, he wants to tell the jokes and not point people out in the audience. Right. But he said he couldn't help it. Because these people whose tables were right up against the stage were eating mashed potatoes and pork chops yes. that they were cutting with a knife and fork, and he just couldn't take it. And he it. said that he just messed with them a little bit. It's not like that was yes. his main focus. But he couldn't take it. Yeah. We were guilty of that. Get there early, like Tony wanted. So the point of this is telling Tony that she's right, because even the comedian said, get our dinner early. So that was a bit too. We had to we had to download, we had to scan the barcode to get the menu. So, and that was we were having issues getting that because we didn't have a good signal. We let our server know. She did bring us a paper menu to yes. order from. So we ordered just some appetizers and yes. some cocktails before the show. Our friend joined us and we watched the show. So the show consists of three comedians. And this is typically how it usually works. The first comedian gets like 15 minutes of stage time. Kind of like the warm-up act. Yes. And that was a woman. I don't remember what her name was. but she wasn't It sounded from... like she was local. That makes sense. I mean, I feel like those beginning opening acts usually are local. Yes. And then the middle performer, he got maybe 30 minutes of time. And he was pretty funny. He was. I, I thought he him. was pretty funny. Yes. Yeah. And then the main act comes out. There is no time between any of these acts. If you need to use the restroom, do it beforehand. We asked Kevin about that, Kevin Bozeman, and he said it's because they do all of that warm-up ahead of time, and he doesn't want to have to start from scratch of us kind of like getting cooled down, if you will. Right. So that's the point of those two people before him, those two builders. We were recording another episode and we were like okay where are we gonna go next i said hilarities we were like oh here's a show that's coming we bought tickets we watched a little bit of kevin online we said okay we bought the tickets i really enjoyed his show oh I thought he it was, was great he he talks about like real life stuff so yes. you can relate to everything that he's talking about yes and we actually asked him if you know the stuff that he's talking about in his act mm-hmm actually happened and he verifies that those things actually happen he says that he works on a lot of jokes that are always in his chamber and he does kind of cater the show based on the time so we went to an earlier performance i wouldn't say that they were pg jokes but they were jokes for more of a conservative crowd at the 7 p.m but he said if it was a 9 p.m on saturday he would probably do 20 minutes of the same jokes and probably 40 minutes of different, less conservative yes. jokes. I enjoyed his whole act. And then, like Tony said, he did do a meet and greet right after the show. He took pictures. He was very friendly. Some of those comics are trying to promote things like albums or shirts or hats or things like that. The only thing that he asked was to follow him on Instagram. Yes, that's the only thing that he asked. I thought it was very funny thing that he said was that he's Kevin Bozeman one. Yes. Because his teenage son took Kevin Bozeman 
Yes. And and then offered to sell it to him. Yes. <laughs> and like we said, then he came upstairs because then we went upstairs. And I will admit to you, too, I was also wrong with this, so I didn't say it out loud or admit it that night. But I was ready to go to a different bar or maybe back to Barrio. Barrio was probably still in my brain that Not I wanted back to get there. too because we never went. Okay, but I was ready to <laughs> leave Pickwick and Frolic and go to go to another place. And in my mind, I was thinking Barrio or I was thinking the chocolate bar okay. is what I was thinking. But we stayed there. And I didn't voice this. I didn't voice it. It seemed like we were kind of okay with staying there, kind of okay. Well, our friend had had a drink that she still needed to finish from downstairs. So we were just letting her kind of casually drink upstairs. We were still having a good time. And then Kevin comes upstairs, and that's when he joined us for the evening. Yes, for the rest of the evening. For the rest of the evening. Yeah. Yeah. And that we we did a TikTok with him. We did. And it was funny because in the TikTok he says, I'm just staying for another three minutes be- as an obligation because they bought me a drink. But he was with, with us for the rest of the evening. Yeah, he was doing shots. Yes. He was, he was having a good time. We were all having a good time. He wanted to go to the casino. We did not do that. No. I en- enjoyed spending time with him. He was very nice. He was very good looking. Very good looking. He wanted Heidi to go home to his hotel with him. Well, he wanted us to go to the casino first. But he then later said, I'm not going to do it. To the casino? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he mentioned his he hotel did, several times. He did, yes. But then he kept asking, "What are you, so what are you guys doing? What, what are you guys about to go do? Well, to be <laughs> fair, he's from Chicago. Chicago, yes. And so when it was like 1130 for us, it was only 1030 for him. Yes. And I get that. I get that where you're kind of like still wound up a little bit. I don't know. I'm I'm in bed by 8.30. Like, that's when I go to bed, take my medication. I don't go to sleep at that time, but I'm laying in bed. But he has a different lifestyle than we do. Um, okay. The bathrooms there, um, at least the one that we went into, it, well, I went into two different bathrooms. Uh, they were clean. They were a decent size, I thought. So they were nice, yeah, uh, accessible. Of course, there there are no changing tables in there. Because you have to be you have to be twenty one or over to go into those locations. So, you know, it is not child friendly. You're not it allowed not. to bring your children. No, so it is not the most accessible building. I will tell you, I have taken handicapped relatives there in the past. It was many years ago. And if you let them know in advance that you have somebody in a wheelchair, there is a balcony in the hilarities portion mm-hmm. that they will seat you up there in the balcony. I'm sorry. All I can think about right now is you're talking about accessibility for the building. And the very first thing when we walk in <laughs> to the building, Tony trips. <laughs> Because there's like a step, which I it think tells there's, you a there's a sign. Step. There's a sign that says, watch your step. There is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> so we told you in the first, in our pilot episode, that if I trip, you're going to know about it. Yes. I tripped. 100%. I was like. <laughs> and what? I almost peed my pants because I was laughing. I'm like, what? there's a sign right there. And I think what happened was you turned around to tell me there's a sign. 
to watch my step. No, I was not. I was looking at the entrance because when you walk into the entrance, there's this beautiful chandelier. Yes. It's just overwhelming when you first walk in. So you're not paying attention to any signs. Watch your step when you first walk in. (laughs) Because there is a small step there that you need to step up on. Right. And I tripped. You did. And I was happy I was behind you and not in front of you. Why? So I could see you. Oh, yeah. It was great. See, always have your camera ready. You could have recorded that and put it on social media. No, I didn't have my camera out. I just was following behind you in the door. But next time we walk in and I know that we're going into an old building and there's going to be a step up, I 100% am going to be ready. ready <laughs> Instead of warning up. me, she's going to record me yeah, falling. That is what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't wish you to get hurt, but it is, you know, a comical moment. It was funny. Yeah. We're going to a comedy club. It was a comical moment. If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. If you visit any of the places that we've talked about, let us know about your adventures on our social media pages. Exploring Cleveland with Heidi and Tony on Facebook and Instagram. We look forward to seeing your comments. Now let's get back to our adventures. All right, parking. So I recommend valet. One hundred percent. So there's different parking. You can do the valet parking that we did, which is driving into the East Fourth Street. But make sure you pay attention to what time that parking venue closes. There's street parking. If you can find street parking, sometimes that that can be free parking. There are parking lots that you can pay to get into. I know there's one right on Prospect that's across the street from East Fourth that we can get into. I am a convenience girl. I'm never going to tell you on this show that I'm not a convenient girl. So I like the valet parking that's right there at East Fourth. So let's talk about price of the tickets. And I think we need to talk about not just the cost, but when you go to pick up the ticket. Yes, the will call. Notice ticket. Oh. Well, because they're sold in twos. Yeah, so we looked online to buy tickets, and we were hesitant about buying them because it said two tickets are $40. And again, this could change. Two seats. Yeah, or two tickets, two seats. Two seats. It doesn't say two tickets. Okay. Seating. Actually, here's the ticket right here. It says seating for two is $40. Yes. Seating for four is 80 Yes. And so on and so forth. Right. So it was just the two of us going, so we got the seating for two. But then it said quantity one. Correct. <laughs> we were like, so we were very confused. Or just ha- concerned. Like, so yes. if we buy this, are we getting two tickets? Yes. Anytime I have gone I and bought the tickets, I always do will call. Their will call is super easy. It's super efficient. You just go, you show your ID of who the ticket name is under. And they provide you with your ticket for two seats. So you go down, then you show them your ticket, and they show you to a table. Yes. And if you go early, you get really good seats. Right. I mean, we had we had good seats. We did have really good seats because I listened to Tony, and we went straight in versus going to get our jalapeno margarita, which is what I wanted. And I just want to note that I do have a mug in my office that Maggie purchased for me that says... As I suspected, I was right all along. Or something something to that effect. Shout out to Maggie. <laughs> Maggie, don't encourage her with those kinds of things. That's all I have to say. 
So our tickets were two tickets for $40, so $20 a ticket. You do typically have to buy a two-item minimum purchase along with your tickets. So that could be like two alcohol beverages. It could be two orders of chicken fingers. But you have to get two things off of the menu when you go down. Now, the website said Sunday through Thursday, and we went on a Friday So I don't know if the waitress didn't say that to us because we were there on a Friday or because we each ordered a drink and then we had three appetizers. Yeah. So maybe that's why. She didn't have to say it to us. Ooh, shout out for the Brussels sprouts, too. Those were phenomenal. The fries were good. The Brussels... I thought the chicken fingers were good, too. Yeah. All of it. It was great. So you could... There's a lot of things on the menu that you can get. There's a lot of different cocktail concoctions there's beer that you can get there's wine that you can get you can get a bottle of wine just be aware and most people are that you do have to order two things off the menu as a minimum and i told tony i think what that is now i don't know for sure but i think that what that is is probably the comedian is getting the purchase price of the ticket there is wait staff that comes to your table you're, you're going to need to order something so that they get some gratuity for serving right. you. So I you think just... that that's why there's the two-item minimum that you are that you need to get from the menu. Okay, so the other thing to mention is it says right on the website, no refunds. So make sure that you're buying tickets for somebody that you want to see. There's a calendar of events that you can look at ahead of time. And one good thing is that they have a video of the comedian up on the website before you buy the tickets, so you can take a look at them. Now I want to kind of talk about, are we going to Pickwick and Frolic, or are we going to Hilarities? Where are we going? Both. you got to walk through Pickwick and Frolic to get to Hilarities. Yes. But there's also more to that name on the website. Yeah, Charles Dickens is involved with it and some other street that I never heard of before. What's it called? Short Short Vincent. Short Vincent Street is involved with the name. The Cleveland Opera House. The Cleveland Opera House and the fact that the original foundation is still supporting that building. And you can see that original foundation while you're in Hilarities. So there's also the cabaret that's down there as well. And the cabaret has different shows, which I believe is in the same room as the comedy club. But the cabaret has Murder Mystery, which I thought would be fun. Yes. The Mike Polk Jr. show live. I think he has a standing show on Friday nights. Yeah. It looks like it on the website. Yeah, and he's local, so. Okay. Anyways, so we had a great time. Definitely recommend for a date night. Oh, for sure. The whole street is a good time. You know, if you want to go there for the comedy show for a date night and then hang out on the street, you know, there's different places, different bars to go into. Yeah, I want to do a murder mystery. I've never done murder mystery. Me neither. They have a karaoke as part of their murder mystery. For the, I was reading the description of it. You don't have to do karaoke. But we might we might want to sing our uh, greatest American hero. When we started our masthead episode, we were singing at the beginning, which yes. I typically don't like to sing or sing in public. So yeah. it was a lot for me. You to sing leave around that. me a lot. I don't know if you know that, but you do sing a lot. You sang while we were in traffic. Oh, did I? Yes. 
<laughs> you sing about food. You sing about yeah. Oh, yeah. do I? What you do I? Do. What kind of food? I love these potato chips. I don't know, like. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I probably do sing a lot. Don't ever change it. I mean, probably the world would love it if I did, because I cannot sing. You, you cannot, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, I get excited. I start singing. I think it's wonderful. You're so kind. You should do it all the time. If you're singing because you're excited, I think it's great. Well, it helps me from not being in a bad mood. <laughs> then please sing. Is there anything else that you would like to say? Join us next time when our adventures take us to the Natural History Museum. There may be some singing. Walk like an Egyptian. That could happen. <laughs> it could happen. TikTok, get ready. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I wonder if we could TikTok in the Natural History Museum. <laughs> Stay tuned. Walk like an Egyptian. Exploring Cleveland was created and produced by Heidi Johnson and Tony Gambino. Please contact us if you are a listener and have suggestions of where we should go next, or if you are a local business that would like to advertise on our podcast, please email us at exploringclevelandht at gmail.com. All rights reserved. <laughs>